0: Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse The Apostle Paul writes Faith is the substance in things hoped for And the evidence in things not seen One playwright writes It's believing you see white When your eyes tell you black It's a belief when no one else believes Dr. King says if you don't believe in something You'll fall for anything This is a podcast about faith this is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. You've got to have faith. All right. Today is the fifteenth of June. I'm here with Craig. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, Reg. I'm here. All right. Yeah. And uh, Deb and I are still. We're in week three of Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. So she's taking a rest. We'll, I think we'll see Deb back on the 29th. That's the I last so. Saturday. Deb, in we miss June. you. The yeah, evening. we miss you, Deb. Miss
1: you. It's going to be so man-centric here. <laughs> yeah, I know. We
0: beat the woman's touch. We do. <laughs>
1: Help, so, help us, help us. <laughs> right.
0: So uh, we're on the eve of Father's Day, and uh, we're going to be focusing a little bit on um, Father's Day. And I think about my dad, and my dad is in Washington, D.C. He's fantastic. He's always been yeah. a great presence in my life. And uh, um, I, I wanted
1: – My dad's back in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, yeah there you go. Arlington, Texas. Right? Yeah, Arlington, Texas. Yeah. 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 yeah i wishing him well. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give him a phone call tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. me too.
0: So as we focus on Father's Day, we focus, uh, I wanted to focus on what it, I guess, you know, our ideals of what manhood is and what crisis, what the Bible says about manhood. And I think some traits that we can take from the Bible, from the, um, (coughs) the words of the apostle Paul in his book to the uh, Ephesians, we'll be focusing on Ephesians four, um, Generally, 1 through 5, we may ping-pong around, but I think mainly, especially verse 2. In any case, before we begin, uh, we'll engage in some prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We love you so much. Um, We thank you for getting us through the week, and we thank you for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning, this chilly Saturday morning, especially after the heat wave that we've had. We thank you for, um, for our health. We thank you for the things that we take for granted, the fact that we woke up this morning the fact that we can uh, stand up on our own two feet, the fact that uh, we have a head, uh, I'm sorry, a home over our heads, a roof over our heads, um, the fact that we have friends, even the friends that we may take for granted. Um, there are all so many things that, that we take for granted. There are people who uh, are infirm, they're they're in their beds, there are people who are not sick in mind, uh, there are people who need your help and We pray for them, but we also pray that uh, you've sustained us, and we thank you for engaging us in us diving into your word again. You know, we want to learn as much as we possibly can. There's some things that we get right. There's some things that we get wrong, but we are trying to understand you as much as we possibly can, Heavenly Father, and we ask that everything that we say, everything that we do, everything that we are is touched by the love of you. In Jesus' name, we
1: pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. We're stop it right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
0: know, we try. We've you know, done, and I. Done it all. Yeah. It all. You know, it's funny. I, I've thought, especially during this podcast, I've thought about prayer more, like what I say, yeah. and just being more connected. Because a lot of times, you know, we I can be very. Um, there are a lot of folks who just, you know, we'll we'll pr- we, you know, we'll do a standard prayer. Or, you know, we we don't even think about just how we communicate with God. So, you
1: know, there's there's work on that. I mean, absolutely. Jesus had to teach them how to pray. Exactly. Uh, The the apostles, you know, the the Our Father. That's right. You know, and, uh, you know, sometimes you can say it frontwards and backwards and not feel a thing. Right, (laughs) you know, right. You know, there's a lot of times, I think. uh, we do it uh, in, in, my, in my church. We do the Our Father. You know, we say before the communion or like yeah. right before the Eucharist, before we take communion. Yeah. You know, and let's pray together like Christ taught us to pray. Yeah, sure. And we say the Our Father. In the 8 o'clock service, everybody just kind of stands there and, you know, kind of repeats, Our oh, Father, who I'm in heaven. And, 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 yeah, 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 And just kind of like goes through it. Yeah. And in the, the 10 o'clock service, which is, you know, much more mirthful, which I don't mm-hmm. get to attend because I have to run off to work. So I yeah. kind of go to the 8 o'clock, which is a mirthless Service, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 10 o'clock service, they all join hands. Wow, you know, and and they say they are Father together. And you feel Mm -hmm. people kind of like, you know, when you hold hands, you know, they'll kind of like, when they feel something, they'll just Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, grip your hand a little harder. Yeah, yeah. Or at the amen, they'll just like grip your hand and go, like, yes, you know, amen. And they, they, Mm -hmm. so there's a real, there's a bonding in that prayer. Whereas, like, you know, in the 8 o'clock service, it's more like a real kind of personal thing, which both work. Yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, people talk about you know thoughts and prayers and how meaningless they are, but yeah. uh, prayers with in fellowship, prayers in love, prayers for others, prayers even by yourself uh, have very special meaning. Even if you're just going through the motions, yeah, um, it's it's it's, it's, fun- it's it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing to mm-hmm. to be able to do. Yeah, you know? what I was going
0: to say is um, it's funny you mentioned the Lord's Prayer um, yeah. when I did Civil War Christmas. Um, an actor, uh, Nick Mandrakia, and Nick, if you're listening, hey, how are you doing? Um, he he saw me praying, and uh, he immediately came to me and was like, hey, let's okay. do the Lord's yeah. Prayer. Oh, he he's like jumped he, in? He jumped in, yeah. and we would do the Lord's Prayer. And yeah. what's interesting, there are there's two subtle versions of the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, yeah. So, Our Father without in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us.
1: Our trespasses. Yeah. Our
0: trespasses. Now, yeah. that's one version.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: forgive us of our trespasses yeah. as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah. But then there's another version, yeah. which I learned when I was a kid. Yeah. Forgive us of our debts.
1: Oh, debts, yeah. As we uh, forgive as our there debtors. debtors. Yeah, I've heard both, too.
0: And then lead us not into and, and the and other push. one
1: I know from Rote and uh, I'm sure the uh, the Catholics yeah. out there, you know, have a bunch of them. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I just know. Uh, yeah. Was uh, the Lord is my shepherd? You know, that's of, uh, right. The Lord is my shepherd, and yeah. I shall not want. Yeah, yeah. I always like that one because yeah. it had like all that beautiful like meadow imagery. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. That's one of the first. That's <laughs> yeah. one of
0: the first um, verses that I had to memorize as a kid. Yeah,
1: me too. It was, well, you know, it was just one of those things they yeah. threw at you, and you, you know, now you just say it frontwards backwards in <laughs> your sleep. Sure, you know, it's just kinda like it, it's almost like a Zen experience. Right, right. The, the words just kind of wash over you. You don't really think about them. It's just like yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. So here we go. Here we go. We're gonna. Go Work on Ephesians though a little bit, right? <laughs> exactly. Talk about our fathers and yeah, yeah. and the wonderful uh, mm-hmm. sometimes you know limited, but also you know what we know of our experiences as, uh, as being uh, you know kind of kind of men in this world as we honor our fathers and kind of think about you know the importance of that. You know? Yeah, you
0: know, I um, I have a lot of thoughts on you know what it is to be a man, and I'm sure it's something we've talked about beforehand. Mm-hmm. And we'll dive into that. Let me read Ephesians 4. And I will, um, I'll read 1 through 6, but I want to really focus on verse 2. And this is Paul's letter to the Ephesians 4 uh, in i As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Powerful, huh?
1: That's wonderful. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's you know, probably the wave like, you know. Know, people, you know, getting people—you know, kind of, kind of getting people to the point. Yeah. You know, but he would always kind of, you know, in these letters, mm-hmm. or at least the way they're written, yeah. as, as as I interpret them, he mm-hmm. would he would always start out, you know, very complimentary, very, you know, hopeful, very, you know, very nice, <coughs> and then. Yeah, uh, and and you know, saying like, we're all doing this really wonderful thing. This mm-hmm. all this wonderful thing is happening. You guys mm-hmm. are wonderful. Everybody's yeah. wonderful. We're all we're all in this. <laughs> and, very polished, you know. And, 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 you know, it's sort of like you, you know, a lot of flattery, a lot of you know, kind mm-hmm. of like hope and beauty and love, and then go like, and now here's what I need you to do. Right? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> now let's get nitty gritty. <laughs> and uh, but in this, there's a there's a there's a lot of uh, I think uh, at least what the kind of relationships I aspire to make Yeah from my limited kind of male point of view mm-hmm. and, uh, this 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 is a lot of like really what I want to speak to in my life and what I want to be able to speak to to others in my relationship with God Yeah in my relationship with friends and women and mm-hmm. you know and family Yeah you know this is this is kind of like the bottom line if you will of of, of you know of kind of where I'd you know where I'd like to shoot from Yeah you know, mm-hmm. no matter where the shot goes, yeah. I mean, it goes astray. It doesn't go. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. go where I point it. Yeah. Sometimes, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes you're hitting against the wind. Sometimes you feel discouraged. But, yeah. Uh, but I feel as though, uh, you know, Paul can really say this, and people would identify with this. Uh, you know, it's just like this is where we want to be headed. Yeah. You know, our direction is clear. You know, especially in that last part, we're one. You know, just That's as, exactly there's, just right. as there's, there's one Almighty God, you're one, mm-hmm. and we're one, and it's within us. It's within us to, to unify with these attributes. Absolutely, you know, and I think to, the to folks be gentle, to be absolutely, to be loving, to be humble, yeah, to to, uh, to share and bear with one another. Yeah, you know, to be able to put up with others, and to be able to have somebody tolerate you.
0: That's exactly right. Um,
1: you know, and then I think you know he kind of hits on that kind of like waterline. Mm -hmm. You know, it says like, this is, this is where it's at. This is a focus. Yeah. You know,
0: and I think about the oneness, uh, you know, we were talking, uh, over breakfast that, um, there's an emphasis by also by Jesus, um, that we don't think of ourselves as isolated individuals that we think of us, you know, Christians as one body in in Christ. It's tough because there's,
1: you know, especially with the way, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, like this past week, the, uh, you know. Southern Baptist kind of Ministry Conference oh, is having, yeah. a, you know, is having this fracas where they're having to deal with the kind of sexual assaults and harassments and the way they've been kind of swept on their table, just like with the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Catholic diocese. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, people are having to face up to, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, the, you know, because what's happening is, is they're losing the congregations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, rightfully so. People are starting to mistrust, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if you can't, you know, if you can't bring, you know, uh, the, the falseness and and the hypocrisy and, mm-hmm. and the faultiness yeah. of church leaders, you oh, know, and mm-hmm. of, in, into mm-hmm. some kind of exposure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they are not superhuman beings. They are human beings. Right. You know, full of failure and mm-hmm. full of false and even criminal activity, apparently. And if you cannot, you know, like, you know, open that and expose that and, mm-hmm. and see, like, the church is, you know, the church is a church of of loving kindness, and, and when you see stuff like that, you got to recognize it. Yeah. And you you got to point it out, and you've got to say, like, this ain't us.
0: Yeah. You this ha- is
1: not what we want to be. Exactly. Rep- representative of I, the unified body of Christ.
0: Right. You know, th- there's a verse that says a little leaven will, you know, spoil the whole loaf. Sometimes you do have to pluck out the bad thing to, to yeah. preserve. Expose it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, th- there, there are some extreme Christians who – Believe we have to be absolutely loyal, either loyal to President Trump or loyal to, you yeah. know, doctrines that may hinder other people's lives. Well,
1: that was the whole purpose of the New Testament: is to kind of like say, yeah, there are laws, but laws don't laws don't rule; God rules, right? Love rules, yes. Um, and kind of turned, turned that law upside down. Christ hung around with people you wouldn't want to hang around. Exactly, with, you know. Uh, and he himself was a human being, you know. with Faults, desires, anger, yeah, you know, confusion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, despair, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was that's that's what we you know turned it all upside down. Is like you know we have the choice, we have the choice to be, mm-hmm. or we have the choice to be unified, yeah. But it's a responsibility, Absol- both as an individual and mm-hmm. and, and as a body, and, yeah. You know.
0: And it's it, you know you can always, I mean, when I hear people move away from. God or Christianity, what I hear, what they're really saying is they move away from the church or from people who are flawed Mm -hmm. and, you know, people will always be flawed. And I think you can identify a flawed individual or even a flawed church, but still recognize the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. You know, the, you know, it doesn't spoil, you know, the, the Bible has been around for, for years and Christianity has been around for years. Um, you can't let a preacher, you know, destroy your faith in God.
1: Or you know, or or, yeah, or, or command your faith in God, right? I mean, you can use inspiration, and mm-hmm. you can, you can definitely you know, try to see the loving kindness mm-hmm. and try to be the loving kindness to, You know, your, your, you know, whatever relationship, whatever relationship you're trying to develop, you know, yeah, in, in this world, whether it be one with faith or whether it be one with just your belief, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, you have to look to authority figures as you know, as like, you know, leaders as long as they can be, sure. You know, you know leaders, but they're just, they're people just the same.
0: Yeah, and to segue that into what we're talking about here, when you talk about leadership and authority, we have in our minds, like we were talking. I think we were talking off, Mike. We, you and I, we shot some pool earlier this week, mm-hmm. um, and we were talking about. I had, I had brought up to you that there's some um, getting into sports. There's some black coaches who. Mm-hmm. They they they're running into issues because their players and sometimes the administration, when they close their eyes, they don't see a coach that, you know, they have an image of what an authority figure is. The proverbial, um, you know, um, general, you know, uh, the the middle aged white guy who is, you know, barking command like Eisenhower or General (laughs) MacArthur or whatever. We have an ideal ideology most of us, of what a man is and what manhood is. We get it in movie theaters. We get it in television shows. Yeah, okay. You know, John Wayne or Rambo or, you know, the proverbial father, you know, Liam Neeson. You know, you took my daughter, so I'm going to have to revenge, and, you know, I'm going to do these superhuman things that usually a middle-aged guy can't do.
1: And those of us who grew up with a father, yeah. uh, you know, you know, have, um, I mean, I know there are people who haven't, but, you know, mm-hmm. just, I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh those, I feel like those of us who, at least for me, who grew up with a father, uh, had this expectation: like these guys are fault- faultless. Yep. These guys are in charge. Yep. Even if I don't agree, even if they're punishing me, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even if they are, are, you know, don't really see me for who I am. Yeah. Um, or you know, uh, they're in charge. They're mm-hmm. they're faultless. They're you know. That's exactly right. They're know,
0: s- they're Superman. They're, you know. And they're, they're,
1: you know, my dad would tell me, "Hey, man, I." I, I put food in your mouth. I paid the bills. <laughs> I that's put right. the roof over your head. Use me, yeah. You listen to me. Yeah. And you only take it from me.
0: That's right. You know? So, and, you know, there's the the, the, the expectation of obedience. You know, mm-hmm. Dad told you to do something. You know, oh, my God, wait till Dad gets home. I'm going to, you know, whatever, as if, you know, Dad is the uber presence that will, um, you know, instill discipline and who is the all being. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a hell of a pressure for someone who has to be under the father uh-huh. but it's also a pressure of being a man it's like oh my god this is what I have to be I have to be all present all knowing. I have to you know hold the fort down and uh-huh. uh, I can't show any fallibility
1: you know there you know there's an interesting turning point in my relationship with my dad you know, yeah when I was like 16 I think he uh, you know I had stayed out or I'd done something mm-hmm. I, I think I think it was like I I'd, I'd, I'd wrecked my car oh you know I I was driving on the road mm-hmm. I, got, I just got my my car—it was my grandmother's hand-me-down car. It was a, yeah, you know, some old Buick Regal. You know, just mm-hmm. a tank. <laughs> yeah. I was driving down the road. It was a rainy day. I was—I was—I think I was at lunch. You know, at, at my high school, and uh, you know, when we'd go to out for lunch. You know, mm-hmm. we had a car. Oh man, let's get off campus. And mm-hmm. Let's get on and go out to lunch. Sure. And, you know, it was just an exciting kind of time. You know, because you, you know, felt this like little bit of freedom in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Driving down the road, and this truck in front of me just stopped on the road and. It was slick. I put on my brakes and slid right into it, mm. and it just just smashed my smashed my, car, my yeah. car. And I brought it home, and my dad, you know, I, you know wasn't there because mm. he, was, he was out and working or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, rolled it into the driveway. And you know, I was really sad, and really kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, I'm gonna get, I'm in trouble now. Yeah, and uh, I, expl- I, I, and my dad came in. and He was like, he was. He, you know, he came up to my room, and, and he was, like, you know, really, really drunk. mm And uh, this was uh, unusual in those days. This was kind of what was going on in our home. Mm-hmm. Dad and, you know. Yeah. Spent a lot of time, you know, out outside the home, um, mm-hmm. you know, drinking. And uh, he, he he was obviously really drunk. I mean, I could smell him, and I could mm. see him, and he was slurring. And mm-hmm. He sat down in my bedroom and talked to me, and he was like, i, mean, I got to tell you. About, you know, he couldn't talk. mm and I looked at him and I said like oh my god dad I have no respect for you right now mm. cuz I know he wanted to t- punish me or Yeah yeah find an explanation or try to
0: mm-hmm.
1: tried to help me through this life event sure sure and but he couldn't do it he couldn't he well he was unable unable to and mm. I I just went, I, I just told him that I was like I have no respect for you right now man mm. and it was uh, it was a real turning point mm. in our relationship yeah you know it was, it was suddenly when I realized he's a, he's a, he's just a guy right you know, all this time, you know, mm-hmm. you have depended on him and looked up to him, no matter what, even when, you know, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't accept the fact that, you know, even though, you know, he and mom weren't happy and mm-hmm. he was probably out screwing up. Yeah. You wouldn't accept the fact. You always kind of said, like, no, he's in charge and he's he's my, he's the guy I look up to no matter what. Right. And suddenly at that point in time, I felt as though I had, I'd lost all that and he'd mm-hmm. lost all that. And our relationship Mm-hmm. Was never ever going to be the same, mm. and then I left home a couple of years later. And I didn't communicate with him for ten wow. years mm. after that, and then we suddenly started. Both of us started working and this mm-hmm. relationship up again. But yeah. in a way, you know, it kind of really, it kind of really disrupted my emotional growth as as a as a as a yeah. as a man and as a uh, you know yeah and and, and you know and. The relationships uh, I think I developed after that, both you know, with men and women, and then you know, emotional mm-hmm. relationships and sexual relationships, yeah, um, were kind of skewed by that. This kind of disjointed, um, you know, kind of communication, and, well, this, and this kind of like mm-hmm. this kind of, you know. Having an authority figure and just not just being, you yeah. know, you know, put put out kind of like in, yeah. in, into a, into kind of like you're on your own, kid. Yeah, kind, the, of,
0: kind of world. The template, the template of what it is to be a human being, mm-hmm. comes from our parents. You know, if we don't have that template, that blueprint, mm-hmm. then it's almost like you know we're we're running on rudders. I have a similar story, although I think yours is more dramatic than mine.
1: Well, you know, I, I don't remember, mean to, I don't mean mm-hmm. to like to sit there, sit here, and like you know, you know, kind of like. Because w- what I want to do is like focus back on what made me think about this, this is father's day and absolutely and also in this kind of like expectation of what we th- what at least from my point of view what I think of as, as kind of like you know I'm not a father but I I understand the kind of role that, that men play and mm-hmm. you know through or I have come to an understanding of the role that men play or you know both with each other growing up and in life and and in, 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 in relationships and so forth
0: yeah
1: and it's it can get really skewed. Well, you know, you
0: know, you know I think there's a, you know, in, in my household, I had two different depictions of what a man is. I had the the world's depiction, you know, through television and all of that stuff. And then I had my dad, who was relatively young um, when he had me. I think he was only 22. My dad was like 20. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're both in the same uh, boat. And I got the sense that <clears throat> that wasn't so much an authority figure. He was just a pal, who had helped me out, you know, when, when he could, I mean, you know, obviously he put the food on the table and he paid the rent and all that sort of stuff. And he did the things that a father would do, but he was never the sort of, and of course he did, you know, when I was young, he would take the belt off and I'd, i get it, you know, when I needed it, right. but similar to your story. So when I came out of college, um, I, I needed some advice from him and he would always have the advice. And I was like, gee, you know, how do I get into the job market, and what am I going to do? i got to pay off this student loan, and, man, I'm just frustrated. I don't know what to do. So, Dad, tell me what to do. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs>
0: and I was stunned. And, and actually, and, and it seemed like he wasn't even trying to figure out what to do. He was, he, he didn't even say, well, gee, let me see, and I don't you know, maybe I can think about He didn't even try. He was like, listen, I don't know, and it's not my job to know. you got to figure it out. Yeah and I was so disappointed. I was like, "Wait a minute. How can you do this to me? I mean, how you you always have the answers and you always But he was telling me a very specific lesson. He's like, "Listen. The cord is cut. <laughs> you are now a man now. You're on your own. You're on your own and I don't have all the answers." And what he was subtly telling me subliminally was you're at a level that I'm not. You know, you are, you know, you've you went to college, you know, uh, and you're in a job market that's very different from me. You know, I'm out of my range. Yeah. So you're going to have to, you know, this is what evolution is all about. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're at a higher level, so I can't help you.
1: Sort of like that head head coach, <coughs> game, that Warriors <laughs> game, you know, the other the Warriors Raptors game the other night. I don't yeah. Know, people watch that game. Yeah. You know, yeah. Game you know, six. The, the, yeah. The final, final. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and you know, the. Raptors were doing great, even when they make really fantastic shots and doing really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot the camera over to the head coach. Uh, yeah, uh, Nick uh, Nurse. Yeah, and, and <laughs> man, he had no fa- he had no facial expression whatsoever. He was just like totally stoic. I was like, sure, not even a smile, nothing. Yeah, and uh, I just go like, man, how can he be so yeah. cold? And it's yeah. just like you know, you know, he, you know, he set them loose and that's it. Yeah, you know, there's kind nothing else to do except sit yeah. there and watch them. You know. Mhm. Succeed or fail. You
0: yeah, know? and 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 you know, and when you watch basketball, you'll notice a lot of the coaches. Even in baseball, the coaches really don't do anything during game time. Well, they, they sort of just watch. I mean, they will drop a plan every now and then.
1: Yeah, you, know, you know, especially you know, mm-hmm. especially it's out of their hands.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's up to, exactly. It's,
1: you know, it's up to them. And uh, yeah, yeah, you 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 know, it's a tough lesson. Yeah, I think my dad wanted to kind of like after that day, kind of like start you know repairing mm-hmm. it and start yeah. building it back up. Yeah, but I think we both knew that the the relationship had changed. The dance t- the dance had changed. Yeah, and that pathology mm-hmm. no longer worked. Yeah, it no longer worked for him mm-hmm. or me. Now you know his personal growth. You know, after that, mm-hmm. I mean, that, I think I think he sobered up after that. Like oh, right there after, you go. Right after that, and, yeah, and. uh Even though you know, I don't think he could really reconnect, you know, you know, in the same way to me or or, or my mother, yeah, um, his wife. I think what he did realize is that if he was going to go forward, he was actually going to have to personally go forward, yeah, and and that I was gonna (coughs) and I was going, I was gonna have to separate, Mm -hmm. you know, or die, or or you know, atrophy, or just or not grow. Yeah. You know, and and it took a long time for me to, mm-hmm. to realize that. I mean I was I didn't realize it totally at that time, but I knew that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, whatever happened before mm-hmm. is is gone. Yeah. And that in a way I was kind of like, you know, thrown into a very new life that, that I what may may not have been prepared for. Yeah. But nevertheless, had to face.
0: You know you know you what's know? interesting? And I'm, I'll probably go into a rant here, but it ties into what you're saying. I think there's so many men. And I remember there were a couple of podcasts ago where it was a faith podcast. And I think we were talking about men, maybe particular white men. And you, you had made a statement. You were like, wow, I feel kind of beaten up, you know, because, you know, you were the lone um, – you know white person oh, i mean white oh, guy
1: Oh, i'm sorry poor pitiful <laughs> me
0: <laughs> no something had happened in the news or something like that yeah. and uh, i think it was um i think we were talking about how women and you know and how women and men are treated or whatever but what what struck me was that you know we get our we get our mythology on what it is to be a man and we try to follow that mythology that this pattern until we realize it doesn't work it's almost like driving a car and you sort of fixed the engine yourself or you did everything on your own. And you hear a rattle or whatever, and you're like, well, it's still driving, so I'm going to keep going on. <laughs> you Are speaking my language now? Yeah. <laughs> Until it
1: breaks <wights> down. <laughs> <out laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Drive this thing till the wheels fall off. <laughs> <laughs> right. <are> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and there's a sense of hubris. There's a sense of pride and arrogance where it's like, well, right, right. I can't be wrong. I cannot be wrong. I've got to be the right. <laughs> yeah. This is the right thing. Until it falls off. Until the wheels fall off. <laughs> right. Until yeah. your dad comes stumbling in your room, <laughs> drunk, inebriated, and he's trying to pass on. He's trying to do the... The um, yeah. what do you call it? The uh, the the Cleaver um, Ward Cleaver thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah well,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna have a talk <laughs> with you. Whoops.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And he can't do it. And that's when the wheels fall off. That's yeah. when it's like, hey, everything that I've learned, what it is to be a man. It's
1: like that Dr. John tune. Bless, bless. Yeah. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Dr. Rest thing. in peace,
0: Doctor John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the right place,
1: must be the wrong time. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and I think it gets into here, you know, and it, it ties into the Bible where the Old Testament was, you know, the this is who God is. This is the laws of God. This is the wrath of God. This is what happens when you don't adhere to what God wants you to do. You're going to be, you know, you know, you're going to face the punishment. You're going to, you know, God is going to take off the proverbial belt and get you. The New Testament was about the love of God. And that's what Jesus was all about. And Jesus was a very different man. You know, Uh, Jesus was crucified. You know, he was taunted by the Pharisees, taunted by the Roman soldiers you know, uh, even even the uh, the apostles had turned their backs on him.
1: Well, this is really confusing. I mean, he did all the things that you're not supposed to do. Hung out with the people you're not supposed to hang out
0: with. Right, exactly.
1: You know, tax collectors, yeah. prostitutes, uh, people who, you know, had diseases. You mm-hmm. know, uh, people who were marginalized, ignored, yeah. even ostracized from living a civil life. Yeah, and therefore he was ostracized. Yeah, you know, because of that. And you know, but. But I think the point you're trying to make is, 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 is pointing to that one word and uh, mm-hmm. the word we all need to understand, you know, in order to grow mm-hmm. is humility. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the patriarchal roles that we were taught, the, yeah. the being in charge, being mm-hmm. the authority figure, mm-hmm. being, hey, you listen to me yeah. in a relationship. Especially sure. if you're, you know, talking about traditional relationships and a man-woman relationship. Yeah. I mean, there's an expectation of that coming from both sides, mm-hmm. there's expectation within you know our toolkit and what we've been taught, and yeah. you know I'm the I'm the father, I'm the Lord, I'm the yeah you know I, I'm the I'm the one who pays the bills around here, mm-hmm. I'm the one who wears the pants yeah. And there's an expectation from women like, well, are, are, you know, I'm not going to be partners with you. I'm not going to be, you know, even with you. You're in charge, right? Otherwise, how, you know, otherwise, what I know is not. I don't know how to manipulate someone who's always agreeing to me, right? You know, who's fawning over me, mm-hmm. who's who's wanting to do things for you. I'd rather have somebody who's indifferent because I can work with that, sure, <laughs> you know? sure. And it's this really skewed kind of yeah. Myth- mythology, yeah. You and know, I'm and I'm sure the, or you know. eventually, hopefully, mm-hmm. you of drop these roles and. Yeah. And come together in a mutual loving way. But you don't, uh, you know, a lot of times you go through this circuitous kind of route to get there.
0: Yeah. But the humbleness, you know, and and it's the first thing. It's the first thing to mention in in verse 2 of Ephesians 4. Be completely humble. And Jesus was humble. And it sort of threw the apostles off. You know, Peter had wanted to, he grabbed a sword and he wanted to strike the soldier that was going to arrest Jesus. And Jesus says, no. He who lives by the sword dies by the sword. You know, the apostles wanted uh, you know, Jesus to be, you know, hey, you are the son of God. You are going to invoke your wrath. You're going to raise an army. You're going to do the things that we expect men and and, and, leaders, to and do. leaders to do.
1: Yeah, they thought he was a political leader.
0: Right. You
1: know, And
0: he wasn't that at all. And he was a very humble person. He wanted to feed people. He wanted to give people knowledge. He's
1: constantly asking people, you know, especially apostles, you know, you call me Messiah. You call me, who am I? Right. You tell me. Who am I to you? Yes. And... Uh, it was a question, you know, that was kind of guised and answer, but also a question, a legitimate question. Yeah. Because they were like, "Well, we think you're the Messiah. We think you're you're you're, you're a great teacher. We, you must be a prophet. Um, maybe the son of God. You know. You know." They were like, "I don't know. You tell me." He was like, "I don't know. You tell me." So there was this kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, God was redefining his relationship. Yes. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> mm-hmm. redefining his relationship with the human race, you know, saying like, you know, I've been your overlord and I've been your authority figure mm-hmm. for, uh, forever and ever and ever. Yeah. And I will continue to be your father mm-hmm. and you are my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you know, the relationship has to be deeper than that. Yes. And it has to, it has to have consequences just as your lives have consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at you and all this pain and all this, you know, you know misery, and I mm-hmm. see you for who you are, and I still love you. Yeah, and you need to be reminded of that. That's like, right. You need to be reminded, you know, uh, that it's not just about do as I say, mm-hmm. and it's not just about following my rules. It's about I need a I need a closer contact with the human race. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's 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 the to me that's the whole reason yeah. of uh, Christ is to kind yeah. of like say like we need to get deep. We, yeah, we need to get deep because you guys, if you want to. If you want to get close to me, you know, it's a really kind of uh, – and especially I wanted, to, uh, that I wanted to share this Pentecostal prayer that uh, –
0: Sure. Um, I, I sort of wanted to because yeah. I, was, I was on a track here. And yeah. we will get to the Pentecostal prayer that uh, Father Justin yeah. had shared with you guys. Yeah. But, you know, there are four elements here. Be completely humble. And I think we have to focus on just the humbleness that Jesus had and the humbleness that we have to have. And humbl- humility – goes against a lot of the you know I guess the male traits uh, you know because there's always the pride and I'm always right, and humility sometimes admits hey I'm wrong sometimes I don't know all the answers.
1: I mean we were talking about this morning we we're talking about you know mm-hmm. um, you know like the the master started today and we we're thinking about Tiger Woods and oh his, sure That's he's right. at, he's out there with his 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 mob yeah his entourage and, yeah. and, and trying to kind of like mm-hmm. pick it back up again yeah uh, which I think he'll do fine sure but. uh how he was focused all his life on just this one thing. Right. And then you, you hit a slump, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you're humbled. Yeah. And it, it must, it, I think it just blew his mind.
0: And sometimes humility, you know, comes, um, you know, sometimes you don't, sometimes humility comes to you. Life will humble you. Oh, it does. Some, oh, yeah. And it blows
1: your mind. Yeah. Especially if you're a guy mm-hmm. who who is so focused on goals and so fo- focused on being you got to be the best. Yeah. You know, you've got to have ambition. You've got to not take any shit and let nothing get in your way. Right, exactly. You know? And, yeah. And so when when you do, mm-hmm. when, when you're forced to learn humbleness, it can be quite devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the second thing is um, be gentle. It says be completely humble and gentle. And I think gentleness is a very simple word, although I think us men... Especially in dealing with women, we have to sort of reinforce that <laughs> because we, you know, we talked about it this morning. How, you know, sometimes we focus on persistence. You know, I've got to persistently get what I want because right, you know, in right. the business world, you know, you have to go and get it or else someone else is going to get it, and uh, it doesn't allow, it doesn't allow to a lot of gentleness. And yeah. I, I think we need uh, a lot of that just to relax and to um, to to have have comfort that. Just because you don 't see things coming towards you or you don 't see things going your way, sometimes you just need to relax and not force things mm-hmm. that things can happen and things can just happen naturally
1: I think yeah, to me I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I, I need to learn more civility yes you know how to how to mix it because mm-hmm. you know a lot of times i I will get that you know like headstrong of course and uh, one of the things i 've tried to really force myself to, especially this last Lenten period mm-hmm. uh, is just like you know, kind of shut, stop talking, Craig, and listen more. Yeah. You know, if you really want to learn. Yeah. I mean, if you really, really want to learn. Sure. You know, then, then let it come in and mm-hmm. and, and, and allow people, mm-hmm. you know, with whatever opinions or faults or yes. or character mm-hmm. characterizations they have of their lives, you, the world, mm-hmm. let it, you know, let it happen. Don't yeah. try and influence it or right. augment it. So that you can uh, you know you can feel it from your, your point of view. Right. Screw your point of view. Mm-hmm. Be gentle. Yeah. Be civil. Yeah. And let it happen. And it's a hard lesson for me. I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still kind of hitting hitting with a hammer instead of a screwdriver. Yeah. Know?
0: And yeah. there's a buzzword that I've learned for the last I guess couple of years, especially in social media, the word called narrative. Everyone wants to control the narrative. You hear in the newspapers, you know, the uh, president's controlling the narrative, but we have the narrative, and blah 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 blah, which is really I'm going to tell the story. And sometimes we need to just shut up and just listen. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking about. And it goes into patience, which is the third thing, you know, just being patient and realizing that although you may not be controlling things, Mm -hmm. things can still go your way. You know, you don't have to sometimes just being who you are instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, forcing yourself. Mm Um, things can happen because a lot of the reasons why we're, we're impatience because we think nothing's going to happen unless I force it, unless I make it happen.
1: Yeah. Or you, or, or maybe you feel as though you have, you know, you have the right. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. cuts you off on the freeway. Oh, sure. We totally. And you can get mad. Yeah. And you can say like, oh, I'm speeding up. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm a dirty look or, Yeah. or get real close and kind of let them know, Hey man, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, it's, it's not your job, man. Yeah. It's not your job to do that. Right, exactly. Teach somebody. They could, you know, the patient's person would go like, oh, man, that's, that's really screwed. I hope they don't, like, have yeah. an accident. They're probably having a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a there's a million ways to deal with that sure. situation. And I think, like, you know, the, the mm-hmm. best ways are to kind of like, yeah. yeah.
0: And the last thing with with, with patients is that uh, sometimes you may feel, oh, if I don't take care of this thing, someone else will be upset with me or – you can you think you know what the outcome is, and you sometimes you just have to be let be patient and if you 're a Christian, believe that God is controlling the quote unquote narrative you know, so just be patient and allow God to do his work, although you can 't see what the work it is and The last thing uh, before we get into um, the uh, the prayer bearing with one another in love, and that was sort of a tongue twister for me, bearing with one another in love it's like what does that mean? And when I think bearing, like, you know, carrying someone, mm-hmm. like I think of our dear departed friend Jeff, you know, mm-hmm. you bared a lot of, you know, the, and the pain and, you know, you went to his house. You helped him, you know, get fed and you cleaned his house and you were there for him as a friend uh, before he, you know, passed away. and um, And that was an act of love. And, you know, I think when I think of someone who really loves and cares for me. They don't just say, "Hey, how are you doing?" or, you know, "Hey, it's fun." You know, let's do let's do a fun thing. But even when in my deepest, darkest despair, someone is there, either to listen, to 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 help me, to out, us out finan- uh, financially, like uh, Carolyn Doyle, a good friend of ours. She just finished a fundraiser where she was um, she was unemployed, and so she needed help, and so we, a bunch of us, you know, helped um, make sure her rent got paid and all of that stuff, and that was, you know, and I'm sure she didn't want to ask, um, but she did. And, and she found out who her true friends were. So truly carrying the cross for someone else. And I wonder how many times in our lives do we carry the cross for other people? And so those are the four things.
1: Well, I think, uh, I think when we, um, we allow people, you know, we we allow them. If I was 16, if I could go back then. Yeah. And, uh, and allow um, the patient if i'd known the patience, if mm-hmm. i'd known the humility, yeah, and was able to see mm-hmm. you know and and you know the humbleness of my father instead mm-hmm. of just the authoritative figure yeah if if I could show the people in my life, you know, hey, you know I am not just a you know you know, I'm not just a strong, you know, emotionless person who can withstand so much. Right. I, you know, this hurts me too. Yeah. You know, if you know, I think, and you brought about, you know, Jeff and 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 I, you know, I didn't do it alone. He did a lot. We did it together. We be, we bore, we bore because he was humble. Because he said, "Man, I need you." Yes. And I said, "Well, I need you." And if I if I need you, mm-hmm. then that means you need to get stronger. Yeah. All right. And you need to you need to be motivated. If you want me to help you? I I need you to be motivated. Yeah. Because, you know, the only way I'm going to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, is is with you, and uh, you know, is with you and yeah. doing it together. That's right. And you know, you listen to my <laughs> you listen to my little worries and, mm-hmm. and complaints too. And we and we. We bore it together. We shared it. It wasn't just one person helping another. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was we developed a a, 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 a a way to try and help him get stronger. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, you know he he you know he his body you know you know couldn't couldn't mm-hmm. take it anymore. But I, I I like to believe, and I think I'm right in believing that in the last at least the last um, mm-hmm. year or so that we. Uh, you know that he he was alive. Um, his spirit was, you know, markedly improved. Yeah, and his his willingness to, you know, to exist throughout the humility of what was happening to him physically mm-hmm. was was uh, stronger. And his and our relationship, you know, yeah, I was going to say the bond was got, got stronger, got better. Yeah, you know, and and we were able to kind of like you know really um, become closer. Yeah. And you know, and that's what made kind of his passing yeah. his hurt a little bit more because it's like, you know, I feel like we did we did all this work, you know. Yeah, I and know. I know. But no, it taught me that I can continue to. And you know, like I do, I fellowship with you and I fellowship with the uh, the I say that word kind of s- and it sounds really stupid, but you know, I get together yeah. with you, I get together with with older well, you uh, fellowship. Uh, yeah. Older folks at, yeah. you know, at, you know, at church and and, yeah. and 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 where I work and mm-hmm. uh and I try to learn from them, you know, what, what makes them spiritually strong. I'm, I mean, I'm always really curious about what makes them spiritually strong because it's like I know just like their bodies are mm-hmm. withering like mine is and is going to and mm-hmm. all of us are heading in one direction, you know, what can – how can we live a life where we're losing, you know, mm-hmm. rather than gaining, yeah. a, you know, physical strength or, or financial strength mm-hmm. or, emotional strength from one another how how can we withstand these things that are going in one direction and it's to me what i've been getting you know is that spirit is a spiritual constraint and and and, and, and how to develop that
0: yeah and i think it's what what paul is talking about when he talks about um, w- when he uh, talks about there is one body and one spirit right. just as you were called mm-hmm. to one hope when you were called mm-hmm. uh, one lord one faith one baptism he's talking about us as a, a you know, a, no matter what the gathering is, you know, it just could be just you and me or you and Jeff, or it could be a congregation, yeah. but we have to be one body. And that's how we, that's how we strengthen those, those bonds. That's how we become one. Yeah. is by yeah. bonding with one another.
1: Yeah. And, and, and doing the hard things, learning mm-hmm. the hard things, the things that I wanted to yes. learn are really needed at that, at that tender age. Yeah. You know, when I was, when I was just a child, I was confronted with this, oh man, my life is totally different. You know, mm-hmm. my, my father's totally different now. He's a he's 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 more of a man, more of a individual man, not just sure, you know, not just my leader who makes the laws, but mm-hmm. you know, someone I have to understand. Yeah, you know, in a in a similar way that I want to be understood.
0: And I'm sure he had forced yeah. you to be the man. You know, I'm like you expected it to like still it be the child. Was,
1: uh, yeah, I kind of yeah, and, and yeah, to I, be I, chastised I got, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I, things were different. Yeah. Things were different after I wrecked my and car. And then you realize, wow, you know, <laughs> dad is
0: not the Uber dad anymore. I've got to sort of take control.
1: You know, I, yeah, and, I, and if I want to be appreciated and, hum, you know, and, and, and in all my humility and all my faults, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start doing the same. Yeah. You know, I can't just sit there and have people, you know, be lord and boss, mm-hmm. you know, over everything in my life. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to work that way. Right, I'm gonna. I, I have to develop. Have to develop relationships through humility, through patience, through That's right. you know, through bearing things with one another. And, That's exactly right. You know, and, and and develop a spiritual core. Yeah, you know, if I, you know, if if I mean, I can know. I can just. I can just, you know, try and go by the rules, mm-hmm. try and obey the laws, just like the Pharisees did. Hey, man, we all we all obey the laws. You don't, right? You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it, today's our. Can I absolutely, move on there? Absolutely. So, Father Justin shared this prayer on Pentecost. I mm-hmm. think he wrote it, and it was like, it's really beautiful. And, I, and you know, today, um, it, our last Sunday was the invocation of the Holy Spirit for Pentecost, and mm-hmm. that's where the apostles were, you know, after Christ died. And we talked about this last week. That's right, the Book of Acts. But this The is Holy it, Spirit, yeah. This little prayer, Father uh, Reverend Father Justin Cannon wrote mm-hmm. and shared with us, and I love it, and I'm glad he shared it with us. mm mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read it to you. Um, and it's like a prayer. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Bewildering spirit, scorch from our hearts the selfishness that infects us, the plague of ego that reinforces delusions, that we are each the center of the co- this cosmic unfolding. Bewildering spirit, burn the walls we create within that divide us from one another and the walls that we build with our hands, manifesting our fear of sharing that there won't be enough. Bewildering spirit, blaze from our souls the illusion of independence, of self-dependence, and any barriers to interdependence. Bewildering spirit, char from our minds the grandeur we give our own thoughts, our own ideas, our own perceptions of what is right and good, that we may be open to correction, to learning, to changing, to growing. Amazing spirit, Break us open that we may see our seams, our frailty, our already brokenness and weakness, so that we might rely on your power and not fantasies to our own power. Amazing Spirit, tear at the binding that holds together our holy of holies that we might learn to not confine you, that we might not be surprised when we find you in the ragged, the worn, the tired, and the torn. Amazing Spirit, rip out our hearts from any calloused protection, from our fears, from any protection, so that we might feel the pain of the world, the suffering of the lowly, that we might feel the agony of the daily crucifixion of our sisters and brothers, earth, sky, and waters, and not turn away from the cross of our own infliction, but tenderly tend to the wounds. Amazing Spirit, burst the marionette strings of anxiety that tightly tie us back from trust, from seeing the grand mural created by you in the cosmic unwrapping of day, week, month, year, decade, century, eon. Burst the strings that we may trust your hands at work even and in and through the muck and mire and the mess of our own creation. Perplexing spirit, shake us from our certainties and complacencies that we might be vulnerable and seek counsel, advice, and discover new ways to walk gently with one another and on this earth. Perplexing spirit, stir and spin us, wildly distort us from thinking that we know the way, from having to be right, from taking and talking too much, from being silent too little, and from not making enough room for one another in your still small voice to be heard. Perplexing spirit, shatter our complacencies that we might live each day, each step, each word, fully alive, fresh, and invigorated.
0: that it? Wow. How powerful!
1: Yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that's a lot to aspire to, isn't it? It is. Uh, it, it
0: sounds like he's speaking directly to uh, his congregation. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, a call to action.
1: And I think he's also. I think we we can also. I mean, as we listen here, and as I, you know. You know, in the dark of our own minds, mm-hmm. you know, or in our own desires and our own prayers. Yeah. But I think it helps us to kind of, like, realize just how let how how letting go of, of that anxiety. Sure. You know, how important that is. I mean, you know, you see everything, you know, all these pot signs everywhere. Everybody's having cannabis and everybody's. Oh, sure. And now they're saying, okay, magic mushrooms are next. and you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many ways to anesthetize yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, from the pain and anxiety, Sure. you know, in the world that we see, the suffering in the world that we see. I mean, you know, yeah. nobody wants to look at that. Yeah. And then you see the anxiety or your guilt or your own misgivings, mm-hmm. you, know, in the, in, in, you know, in the quiet shadows of your own brain. Yeah. Or, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that invocation uh, just kind of helps kind of let go yeah. and let God take, take take some light and control.
0: It's amazing yeah. how yeah it's it's funny you mentioned that it's amazing how we are um conditioned by the pain that happens in our world as if we should not feel pain at all as if we should walk through the world just you know protected by you know God's love I've, I've never felt that just because I'm a Christian that God will protect me from being you know from enduring pain if anything especially what I've, we've learned from Jesus Christ is that you are walking the road of Christ and you will receive pain because it's, yeah, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Yeah. And you know, there are people, I mean, there, you know, whether it be at my job or just friends that I know, let's say a traumatic event has happened and it has, it's, it's conditioned them so much that they don't want to feel pain anymore. So therefore they put up the, the shelter mm-hmm. or they sort of, you know, um, block themselves off mm-hmm. from anyone mm-hmm. coming in. And, um, and obviously that's that's a problem because you know how can we bond with one another? How can there be trust? you know um how can you form a relationship with someone who doesn't want to allow themselves to to be touched to allow themselves to open themselves up? Because yeah. of the uh, whatever pain, the, because something happened to you years ago.
1: Yeah, and you're just supposed to deal with it. I mean, I I think, you know, one of the things when I see, like, especially, you know, you see, like, people, you know, talking about, like, you know, the people who come uh, come back from wars with P- oh, yeah. PTSD. Yeah. And, you know, and they're expected to just come back and mix. Right. And still the, the, they're dealing with this trauma. Right. You know, and, this, and, and a lot of times it's a chemical trauma with this, you know, they wake up every, you know. Every two hours you know mm-hmm. sweating with adrenaline about you know what's going to happen next or what other horrible things sure. or who they're gonna have to protect yeah. you know or why or how yeah and you know and and it's this living this kind of anxiety mm-hmm. you know and then suddenly you know now that now that I'm living the anxiety more and yet, you know the stil- the chemical reaction yeah, it's still there. is still still there, and that's and it's very visible. Yeah, you know, in their lives, you know, a lot of them, you know, mm-hmm. have trust issues and drug issues and substance issues, and right, you know, they're, they're trying to they're trying to stop this pace. Mm-hmm. You know that their their minds are going at, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's very visible. But you know, even in your life, there's this kind of invisibleness. You know, that you don't have to be like you know some kind of killer who's come back from war, right. To understand what constant you know, facing pain, sure, may, you know whether it be emotional pain or physical pain mm-hmm. you know even if it's something other people can't see or, right or, or maybe you wear the mask and don't show it to them right or, you know or really you, you don't want to bother people mm-hmm. with them and they don't want to be bothered with you, so you think Sure. you know and maybe you don't really tell your pastor or, you know, everything because... Yeah, you isolate yourself. You know, and maybe you don't tell your friends because, hey, you know, they're your friends and, you know, you don't want to mess that up. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't
0: tell your... You don't want to bum anybody out by telling them my pain. You know, and maybe you really don't want to, you know...
1: Yeah. You know, open yourself up to, you know, a wife or a girlfriend or, you know, or a potential date or whatever because it's like, oh, man, they don't want to hear that shit. Right. And... But at the same time, you've got to learn how to heal. Exactly. And I think... You know, this invocation of the whole, of the Holy Spirit and yeah. Christ has left. He's left he's left the world mm-hmm. physically and he said, I'm not here, man, you're right. on your own. Right. I leave you the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I leave you the inspiration. Yeah. You know, to to move ahead, but and good luck. Yeah. You know, because you know but you need to learn how to do this for each other mm-hmm. and for yourselves. And here's and, and I think the the Holy Spirit of the Pentecost is that is that little boost of that like you know, I I'm encouraging you. Yes. I'm encouraging you to, to, through humility and openness and love, yeah, learn how to heal each other. Yeah. Because you need to heal each other. Yeah. You know, this, this needs to happen.
0: Yeah, if there's you know. one lesson I've learned about pain is that, yes, you can recognize your own pain, but if you, you, your pain will heal, you can heal so much quicker if you help someone else heal. Well, it kind of takes the load off. Exactly. <laughs>
1: like, my, like my fa- father just would say, keep you off the street. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly right. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, there's it, because a lot of people feel isolated. They feel, oh, no one understands the pain that I feel. Mm. And then you hear other people's stories. And oh, yeah, they do. if you share your story, which is a sign of openness, a sign of, of humility, really. Listen, I've gone through Let me tell you what I've had to go through. And then, you know, people can start exchanging stories. And all of a sudden, you have the healing, you know. People are healing and people are bonding with each other, and it's like, wow, I'm not alone, and someone understands where I'm coming from, and I can trust this person, and it gets away from the, the you know, the pomp and circumstances of this surfacy type of relationship that we usually have with each other. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I will give fine. you a hug. I'm fine. Of <laughs> I'm course. fine. Yeah, everyone's fine. <laughs> everyone's yeah. fine. Right.
1: Yeah, world's falling upside down. You dealing yeah. with it? Oh, right. yes. yeah. 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 I'm, I'm dealing with it.
0: And you really know who your true <laughs> friends are. Who's really in your corner? When you can open up and tell someone your pain, and l- take a listen to someone else's pain.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's it's reaffirming. Yeah. Um, anyway, I hope that I hope that we've done well here. I think, I think we have. Okay. I think we have. <laughs> so we want to wish
0: everyone a wonderful Father's Day, and yeah. once again, we're you know I think Ephesians two and everything that we've talked about is really just about opening up, getting away from pomp and circumstances of what you know the template. <laughs> Of what it is to be a man or what it is to be a human being or what it is to be strong. <laughs> and just open himself up to humility, patience.
1: Gentleness. Gentleness. <laughs> and bearing one another and in love. bearing
0: one another in love. That's yeah. that's the
1: lesson of the day. Hey, we're, we're all one, whether we like it or not. So let's get better at it. Exactly. You know, let's get better at it. Um, and we'll try and, and, and we'll try and reach out and do the same. Absolutely. Know? Can I? Can Absolutely. I'm, close us out in prayer. I'm close us out in prayer. And, and thanks so Thank you so much, Lord and Reg, and, uh, and everyone who's listening and, and hopefully uh, learning with us, you know, you know, the power of God and the power of love within ourselves and each other and, uh, you know, the people of the world and our close friends and family. Protect us and love us, Lord. And, and whatever you do, um, give us the strength and, and let us learn through your wisdom how to do the things you want us to do the life and the, and the paths that you've prepared for us. In Jesus' name, we praise you and thank you. Amen.
0: Amen. That was a good one. And
1: here is
0: my blurb. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe it all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us, on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter, I'm at Reg Space Clay. You can find Deb Callagher at DL Carragher. Uh, Craig, we're still trying to get him on uh, social media, but that's uh, been difficult. But you can also reach all of us on uh, Facebook, our personal Facebook account. And also, uh, we have a You Gotta Have Faith Facebook page, so you can always um, let us know how, what you think of the podcast on there. Um, don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years and even now in the age of the internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're listening to it now, but just tell your friends on the Apple podcast app or really any app that you use to listen to podcast or on iTunes. If you are one of those who listen to your uh, your podcast on a desktop or a laptop. You can just open up your iTunes ca- app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right hand side, and search for You Gotta Have Faith, and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud or just go on soundcloud.com, search for us, and you'll find us. Thank you for listening, and God bless each and every one of you.